When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. I know so much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Isn't it cute? With me, as always, uh, is my co-host. She's more skeptical of the process in the institution, maybe now more than ever, Kristen Studdard. Hi. I was about to say that I didn't think it was cute that you know so much about the Rock Hall, but you know what? I think I do. Yeah. Damn it. I'm so I, sorry. I really, I was like, who thinks it's cute? And then I was like, I think it's cute. Oh. So, Kristen, here we are. It's a week after the uh, inductees have been announced, and uh, we don't quite know what to do at this time in between the inductee announcement. We're in a bit of a no man's land. And the ceremony, which isn't until May. So, uh, one thing we are going to do, at least for now, maybe we'll do more of these, but, you know, Whitney Houston is being inducted this year, and we're very excited about that. And back when we did an episode about her, it was our ninth episode. Oh my gosh, what does this even sound like? And this is our 94th episode. Oh my gosh. So, I think it's worthwhile, given that our show is a better produced show now, and I drop in clips, and I keep it, try to keep it relatively tight in terms of the length to go back into the archives. Are you giving it a brush up? Are you giving it the polish. the the Joe K treatment? I am, yeah. So and I think it's a worth Quizala it. Polish? A Quizala polish. <laughs> I'm giving it a Quizala polish. Yeah. So I I I want this was with Carl Tart, who's a very, very funny person. Love Carl. Uh, and Maybe this, I'll listen to this one. <laughs> it'll and it's gonna be a fun walk down. It'll be very land. weird for me to hear how Probably truly little I knew about yeah. the Rock Hall at that point versus the amount of knowledge that the sieve has retained <laughs> yeah, at this point. Absolutely. Um, so enjoy this and uh, we'll probably see you next week with something. I don't know exactly what, but we're gonna we're still devoted to bringing you quality content. Oh my gosh. Uh, but for now, <laughs> enjoy this remastered episode of... Uh, Whitney Houston with Carl Tart. Bye. Uh, well, Carl, I'm interested in hearing uh, about what Whitney Houston means to you, what your connection is to this artist. Okay. Uh, what Whitney Houston means to me is m- that's my mother's music, mm-hmm. like my mother's generation of her music from yeah. Whitney's first album, what I believe is 1984, mm-hmm. uh, all the way up until, you know, her last few albums, like Before Death and stuff. Right. And like... My mom loves Whitney Houston. I love Whitney Houston's music. Uh, to me, her voice is not only I, I. I would like to. I like to you know try to rank singers. Mm-hmm. I think 
her and Aretha Franklin. I, you have to give it to Aretha Franklin. Yeah. But I think she's the second best singer of all time. Yeah. I, Whitney Houston? Yeah, I agree. I mean, she's the voice. Her voice is so you know? pure. It didn't go away until her drug use got real bad. And even then, she could still kind of, like, remember on, was it on a... Oh, and she has so many songs. I'm, now yeah. I'm just, like, thinking about it. There so are, many There's songs. a performance on, like, Dancing with the Stars or something, uh, like, you know, late in her life where it was... It was kind of touch and go because mm-hmm. uh, she had been kind of ravaged by the the substance abuse. Yeah, what was she on when she was singing? And uh, I will always love you. And she was just going, "And I." <laughs> 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 it, it actually was really funny, but sad at the same time. You know, she was just like, "Oh my god, yeah. Whitney, what have you done?" And she yeah. was like, "And I will always love you." <laughs> and it was just like, "Oh, Whitney," but she she sang on the Michael Jackson, uh, the two thousand one thing, the September tenth, two thousand one, New oh, York. Wow. Uh, Michael Jackson reunion, the Jackson family reunion thing. Oh, okay. she's saying, "Mama say, Mama say, Mama say." She's like, okay. "Time to get over, to load to get under." And it's just like Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh no! But we're not here to talk about her no. shortcomings. Yeah, we're here to talk about her, her literally being, in my opinion, what it means to sing. Like as far as like popular artists sing, I'm sure there's like some woman in church that can sing better (laughs) than everybody we've ever heard and Mm -hmm. her voice literally makes you cry and go to heaven immediately but (laughs) Whitney Houston and like Aretha Franklin and Mariah Carey and Patti LaBelle these people have voices that are once in a lifetime and also Whitney Houston was skinny as a beanpole singing like that that's a fat woman's voice (laughs) (laughs) she just had it inside I um Whitney Houston is also was my grandpa, I guess, had a type. Yeah, uh, yeah, he also loved, loved Whitney Houston. He loved the video for I Will Always Love You. Yeah. That, when she's sitting backwards in the chair with her blazer on, mm-hmm. my grandpa, I mean, he would make everyone shut up when that video came on television. I mean, he is right to do so. Yeah. Because <laughs> the fact that Whitney Houston had a voice like that, but was like, Stereotypically, supermodel beautiful. Yeah, and she was a model. Yeah, yeah. To, to the yeah, she yeah. was beautiful to the point where she straight up was a model. Yeah, it's like this shit is um, uh, amazing. Yeah, it's a miracle. Yeah, she's uh, she. Whitney was... Houston is a miracle. Well, and has she ever been nominated? Has it ever no. come up that she should be in the Mm-mm. hall? Like, do why do you think that's because she's a vocalist? Like, what the hell? My guess is, I don't know. Again, I think like the people who don't but would vouch for her are trying to get shaka khan in first you know are trying okay. to get you know that's my guess uh, has shaka khan been nominated she's been nominated a lot shock o'khan <laughs> has shock o'khan been nominated uh, they, it's like they go back and forth they'll nominate shaka khan they'll nominate her band rufus uh and then they'll be like well, maybe not rufus maybe we'll just do shaka khan but like for the past four years or something and it also feels like there's a really serious amount of tokenism that happens with the inductions. So it's like mm-hmm. we can have three or four all-white, all-male bands. Yeah. Then we have one either woman or person of color or we'll if have that. one yeah. hip-hop mm-hmm. act or we'll right. have one thing that isn't just a band full of yeah. white dudes. It's in the – yeah, that's that's and it's up. And it's like – it's like we, for some reason, can't have two. Like, you could never get Whitney and Janet inducted in the same year, which is stupid to it's me. Nuts. Like, you should get Chaka Khan and Whitney Houston inducted in the same year mm-hmm. to me. Wait, is Chaka, did we Chaka talk, Khan is not, not in. No. 
Yeah, she's also an extremely gifted vocalist. Like, Absolutely. I mean, my God. Right. Put, put them her. both in in the same goddamn year. Have Induct the divas. Yeah. Induct <laughs> the divas. Just do it all at once. You just fucking. It's nuts. Ugh. It's nuts to me. When I saw that, when I was looking, because you texted me and I was like, ooh, I got to pick somebody good. And I was on the, I was in a bar when I said, I'll, I'll send you one. And I'm and I, the song that's playing on the radio is the Ohio Players uh, fire. Mm-hmm. fire. And I'm like, oh, I'll talk about the Ohio players. And they're not in, and they could be. Mm-hmm. And then I was I was like, let me just look through a list of people who aren't in. And I was going to bring up the Ohio players almost, not jokingly, but like, yeah. It's like Could fun, it have to, been? fun to get into yeah. their career. Yeah. It's fun to like hear like yeah. what Is a, there a world yeah. where they could Is get inducted? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And then I saw that Whitney Houston wasn't and Janet Jackson. Not even I, mean, I didn't even see Shaka Khan on this list. Yeah. But the fact that neither of the both of them were on the list, I was like, oh shit. I wanna talk about Janet Jackson. And then I scrolled out a little bit more. I was like Whitney Houston. That's how I. Yeah. It is shah. It's like shahaking con. It is shahaking con. Here's the deal about Whitney Houston that to me is where do you want to start? Should we start through her life or should we start through? Because I, I maybe I'll say this early. I'll blow this load very yeah, early. Go for we it. We can go back. Yeah, to it's it. fine. But no rules. Whitney Houston is one of the biggest crossover artists ever. Yes, without a doubt. So that's the issue. Mm-hmm. With this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, considering that there are so many people who are in this shit that were only popular to one group of people. Yes, for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. And whether it be black artists that were only popular to black people or like, but I don't think any of the it's, black artists in were just popular to black people. It's mostly. No, it's there, mostly, you need to almost be a, unless it's like one of the early, early groups, you know, like I'm not entirely sure because there's some of these groups like Little Anthony and the Imperials I don't really know what their That's appeal was because it's like yeah. old school but back then pop music just like today hip hop music is pop music so back mm-hmm. then like right R&B yeah. that boogie woogie rock and roll type stuff mm-hmm. was pop music those, like those groups got to perform on American Bandstand and stuff like that even though they didn't get to like stay at the hotel and they were performing like for white audiences yes for sure know? they were so popular it's almost amongst like white artists. to be to be inducted you have to have achieved some sort of crossover into yeah. white audiences, whether Somewhat. you only appealed to white audiences or you crossed over from another, from like mm-hmm. black audiences over into white audiences. It's, yeah, it, it, it feels like that is seems to be. It's kind of nuts. Like the a group, uh, the OJ's. Yeah, you know, I think were they charted on the R and B charts way more than they did on the pop charts. Yeah, but they did. There are some songs that like everybody knows from the OJ's, yeah. and they yeah, are love in. train. Love train. Yeah, love train and uh, for the love of money. For the love of money. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis Costello, no disrespect to him at all. My man's not charting. He ain't charting on the R&B charts. He's not charting on any charts. No, no, he's not charting. (laughs) I mean, in England, maybe. Yeah, he's not. Has he ever, I mean, what is the most popular Elvis Costello song? Veronica. Veronica. Or like every. Or every day I write the book. Yeah. Every day, every day, every day, every day I read the book. 
the like the late ones that aren't from the great albums. Yeah. But those are like his highest charting. I know uh, Elvis Costello from the Zeitgeist. Yeah. I don't like, know any of his music. It's like you mm-hmm. know of Elvis Costello. Yes. Exactly. You know you know that he's important. I know yeah. that he wears black glasses and a fedora. Yes. I know him from The Simpsons. Yeah. Right. I know him from yeah. Austin Powers. Yeah. Exactly. But exactly. I don't know him from anything yeah. else. No, mm-hmm. totally. And he's more just like I think he's an influencer, but it is wild. <laughs> well, the way you say it makes it sound like he's on Vine. He's huge on Vine. <laughs> but it is wild that Elvis Costello is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Whitney Houston is not. Like, that's a really wild thing to think about. Yeah. yeah. It's also fucking wild that fucking Bon Jovi is in the goddamn Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Whitney Houston is not. Like, Even I know some of his songs. I feel like some of his songs were a little bit more crossover than Elvis Costello's are. Just because, like, my dad surprises me with his music knowledge, but it's very, <laughs> it's very interesting because my dad is like the most like country, black, bar- big, fat barbecued, okay. ex NFL. Like, like my dad is not a Elvis Costello fan. I tell you that. No, much. Mm-hmm. but, but he's bon not a Bon Jovi fan. But he, my dad, like he's heard. You know, he'll be like, you said we gotta hold yeah. on <laughs> to what we've got. He knows that song. Yeah, yeah. and. It's because I asked him about this one day because we were like riding in the car and like the radio came on. It was like Duran Duran came on or mm-hmm. something. And he was singing a song. I'm like, Dad, how do you know this song? He was just like, shit. Back in my day, there was only one channel that played music videos. So if you wanted to get to Michael Jackson, Prince, Ray Parker Jr., you had to watch two and a half hours of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is right? so Very true. true. Yes. And, Very true. and is Ray Parker Jr. in there? He is not. No. Okay. Duran Duran is not, though, either. Ah. They were very popular. Tears for Fears, are they? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I like Tears Ray Park Jr. wrote a lot of songs. That's why I asked my Oh, for He's sure. He's bigger than Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my yeah, his dad, contributions like, go beyond his recording career. Yeah. They're, my mom and dad both said, like, they would have to sit and watch. All, so they, their music, their musical knowledge is expanded so much because, in like, they wouldn't play Michael Jackson's Beat It or Prince's um, 1999, Mm -hmm. or Ghostbusters, until the end of the show. Or Lionel Richie's Say You, Say Me. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first part of the Carl Tart episode. Uh, Wow. Wow. I mean, I'm recording this now, having not heard it, so I'm going to say, were we ever so young? I, truly. I can't believe that I ever sounded like that uh, and said all those things that I said. We, we hope you're enjoying it. We're going to take a little break, a thing we used to not do Mm-mm. back in the day, and uh, we'll be back in a second. Welcome back, everybody. We hope you had a nice break. We hope over your break, you... You reminisced about uh, how young you used to be. Yeah. Uh, And let's go ahead and jump back into this Who Cares About the Rock Hall classic (laughs) episode. (laughs) Whitney Houston with Carl Tart. Let's jump in. What a great segue. (laughs) Uh, Well, I have some. So there's no real good way to figure out. Like the hall has not said, here's a list of criteria we use to determine who's uh, worthy inductee mm-hmm. uh so i've tried to assemble some categories that can help us to figure out if an artist is uh credible this is joe's for fun criteria <laughs> it's for this podcast okay <laughs> oh yes Let's all do right it. so the first is critical acclaim does whitney houston have the uh attention and respect of critics and i would say yes yeah absolutely for sure yeah. um, and she's a multi-grammy winner too right 
Uh huh. Yeah, she's she, won. Yeah, a lot of she's won Grammys from her first album on. Okay. She won Grammys for the first album. She won best, the greatest love of all, best female vocal performance. Yeah. Yes, on the greatest love of all, mm-hmm. which oh is such a gosh. beautiful song. She, there was a very, uh, at the time, controversial snub. She was not nominated for Best New Artist because she was deemed ineligible because she had done a duet with Teddy Pendergast like the mm. year before. And it was like, it, it was messed up. That's rude. Who won that year? Do you know? I mean, it'd be weird if you Might did. have been Sade, oh, which is still okay. pretty good. All right. Sure. And they gave it to a black person because at the Grammys that time, like, it, like they would sometimes give the black artist awards like during the commercial break. Oh, oh my god! And they would call like, "All right, over the break, we gave the best black single to best best jungle single to like, just like over the commercial break, over which is crazy. To me. That's yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think definitely has critical acclaim. Uh, and even if there are prickly critics who don't like her music, they all give well, it up. Doesn't- like I just feel like she's so universal mm-hmm. though like that's what I mean like when I say my grandpa I don't mean mm-hmm. like my open minded cool ass grandpa I mean mm-hmm. my grandpa was just like that is a beautiful woman who can sing like- right well this is what I'm getting to <laughs> if you don't like the songs themselves or the production or that type of music everybody gives it up for her as a singer yeah like she just has a voice that is undeniable yeah you know so that and it comes through even like the critics who only like Elvis Costello have to say Whitney's got maybe one of, one of the best voices of all time. Oh. Arguably the best. All right. Uh, next up is, does Whitney have a classic album? And I would say that first, that first uh, release is a classic album. The self-titled Whitney Houston, I would say definitely. Cause one, because that is the album that introduced her to everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's, has, that has that kind of impact. That album has the greatest love of all. That has you give good love. It's, That's my top two favorite Whitney Houston. Uh, how will I know? Oh, saving all my love for you. That was all on that. That's Are you that all on that first album. Wow. You get good love. What a banger. How will I know? Oh. Greatest love of all. It's saving all my love for you. Yes, that is a oh classic album. Oh my gosh, album. and this look is... at her on that cover. 
who have their hair pulled back. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And this is an album that is cited every once in a while when referring to the greatest albums of all time. And I think the same – kind of what I was talking about before. Some of the tracks have a production that is a little 80s and a little of its time uh, that makes it – you know, pulls it from being super timeless. But I, her voice shines through and yeah. kind of overpowers any like corny production or – it's funny, too, that her first album was called Whitney Houston, and then her second album was called Whitney. Whitney. <laughs> like, yeah. That one has some hits on it, too. That one, that one has, dance yeah. with somebody. So emotional. Uh, I get so emotional. I get so emotional, baby. Every time I think of you. I get so emotional, baby. Ain't it Where do broken hearts go? This is also a great album. Maybe, maybe not in the classic category mm-hmm. the way the first one is. Mm-hmm. And I, I would also say the uh, the Bodyguard soundtrack. I mean, Ooh-wee. again, not maybe not classic, but. You can't deny that thing. That thing was a behemoth. Uh, that's the oh my gosh, yeah, best-selling soundtrack album of all time. Really? Oh, I believe forty-two that. million. Damn. So I would say, yeah, she has one classic album to her name, in addition to having pretty solid albums beyond that. Is that and also is the amount of one? singles is just. I mean, I mm-hmm. think if you were counting sing, I mean, we don't. We'll get to that. We'll yeah. talk about singles in a second, but yeah. I mean, what I mean by that, Carl, is like, does she have an album that is like, like iconic, top to bottom, top okay. like maybe not. the the bat, like one of the greatest of all time, including everyone? I would say you that first one. It's in like, contention. What's her thriller? She doesn't yeah. really have it. Um, but let's talk about songs. Does Whitney have iconic songs? Um, yes. And I would say her most iconic, a song she didn't. It was a cover, but is you know one of the most iconic performances of all time. I will, I will always, always love, love you. you. Yeah. I think that is an iconic song. Second is I Want to Dance with Somebody. Mm -hmm. I feel like that song is so. That is a party starter of a song. Mm -hmm. That's a song where at any time I'm at a party or a wedding or a thing where you want people to dance, throw on I Want to Dance with Somebody, and everybody in the room, all ages, everybody is like, yes! And they get to Mm -hmm. the damn dance floor. And everybody knows all the lyrics. Yes. Yeah, that that is it. And a, it's got the great, don't you want to dance, say you want to dance, don't yeah. you want to dance. I mean, it's got, it's so good. And then in terms of being, like, I, we'll get to rec- generally recognizable songs, but of uh, songs that are iconic, then I would maybe throw in How Will I Know oh. as well, because mm-hmm. I yes. think that's a, and all three of those songs have withstood the test of time and continue. I remember that music video, too, the How Will I Know music video. She wears a lot of wigs in it. 
Right. <laughs> oh, that was the it's one. Like, it's like very bright it's color. The like, light, yeah, colors, it's super and she's glow. Looking and the, it's like mostly just close ups of her face. And I asked my mom. I was like, "How does she change her hair so much?" And my mom was like, "Those are wigs, <laughs> honey." I was like, "I really did not know." Uh, and then even beyond that, there are just. I mean, this is a woman who had seven consecutive number one singles, the yeah. most of Whoa. anyone consecutive. Uh, really? Yeah. Starting. What were they? Okay, starting from saving all my love for you. How will I know? Greatest love of all. I want to dance with somebody. Didn't we almost have it all? Didn't we almost have it all? When love was all we had worth giving. So emotional. Where do broken hearts go? Those, Those are, are all number one. Number one. On the in Billboard charts, on the, period. On, on, Not just on B. No. Hot 100, the U.S. singles chart. Number one, and that's eighty-five to eighty-five to eighty-eight. Every single she released went to number one, which beat uh, the Beatles and the Bee Gees. They had six. Wow, are the Bee Gees in the Hall of Fame? Mm -hmm. Justice for Whitney. (laughs) Yeah, Justice for Whitney for sure. What do we have to do? It's because of the term rock and roll. I just think think that that's what's snubbing people. Mm -hmm. You guys can end this podcast today. I think we figured it out. (laughs) That's what's snubbing people. That's how they get away with the snub is by saying. Rock and, rock and roll. roll. Yeah. Hmm. But you're telling me that, like, Public Enemy is more rock and roll than Whitney. Do you mean, like, oh, because of the attitude thing? I think so. Yeah, for the sure. The attitude thing, yeah. Sure. Okay. Maybe they want to eliminate, like, Big Pop. But also... But you're telling me that Michael Jackson is more rock and roll? Like, I, I mean, if I had to say who's more rock and roll, Michael Jackson or yes. Whitney, I'd say Michael, Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, I mean, Dirty definitely. Diana. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but, yes. But Janet had Black Cat. Come on. I mean, Janet's been Janet's been nominated. You know, she there, has. She's been nominated twice. Has Whitney ever been nominated? Whitney's never been nominated. What? What is that about? Yeah, that is very weird. It is strange. It's, I mean, somebody's we know upset what it's with about. Whitney. It's I. It's just it is the overlooking and tokenism. It's the idea that you can only nominate one. So if Shaka Khan is going to be nominated this year, we can't also nominate Whitney. It is really. It's just uh, and, insidious. It, yeah. I and think it, posthumous awards are bullshit. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. I mean, it, then, I mean, then we, she's never getting in. I don't know. She ain't she wasn't gonna get it anyway. Well, she's never gonna get it. Yeah, is in vogue. Never, yeah. never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. I would put in vogue. They're in my. They're in my heart of fame. Nah, <laughs> nah. in vogue can't get in there. Um, <laughs> if you can't get Whitney in, like in vogue is not in. And then uh, just just going through the number one, so that was of the 80s. She had seven number ones. And then the 90s, she had I'm Your Baby Tonight. All the Man That I Need. That's my favorite Whitney song. Oh, uh, that's a good song. Which one? All, All the, the Man That I, I need. need. That one's a really good one. That's my lip sync song. Uh, if I ever do Drag Race. Ooh. <laughs> And then, of course, I Will Always Love You, uh, I Will Always Love You was a four-time platinum single. And then Exhale, Shoop Shoop. Mm -hmm. 
was her last number one. But really? Then, oh, but but she still had she still had songs that were you know it's in the not top right, five. But it's okay to not get out, get in there. Uh, that it, was a that went to number four. What about my love is your love. That was number that went to number four as well. Also ninety-nine. Uh, she got she got pretty deep R and B after that. Mm-hmm. One of the last songs Tom though was on My Love Is Your Love yeah. and uh, her I'm Every Woman, her I'm yeah. Every Woman. Did that oh, not go number one? Number four. They're all going to number four and <laughs> oh, then stop it stalling out there. Wow. I uh I think like there was a song that she had right before she died. Million like, Dollar Bill. Yes. That's I love that song with my whole heart and soul. Did that song even chart? No. It uh what, it, knows that song. Num- yeah. it on the top one hundred it went to one hundred. Only videos I've ever seen of this song are of like um, houses full of gay men on vacation together mm-hmm. doing like choreographed dances to it. <laughs> yeah, so. I get you know I see that very clearly. Like that is there's a really good one that that my friends and I used to watch a lot. Um, you know what's oh. also weirdly I almost want to say is a Whitney Houston song is the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. You know it's You're sold. Not wrong. You are right. You uh, are that's right. the definitive version as far as I'm concerned. That's the best one. Oh my gosh. Ever. It's an understatement to say that Whitney's got a collection of uh, songs that are incredible. Uh, And not only incredible, but clearly resonated with people. Uh, And we'll get into, does Whitney Houston, this is an insane question, (laughs) does Whitney Houston uh, have commercial appeal? (laughs) And holy shit. Hmm, uh, Those first two albums each sold over 20 million, which is incredible. And then... Yeah, all her albums were turning, you know, like diamond or or like several times platinum. Uh, then the next two after that were. What does diamond mean? Diamond means uh, over ten times platinum. Oh, yeah, dang! And pretty much everything she was releasing, especially during her heyday, was selling ten million, which is incredible. She's up there with the highest selling performers of all time. Oh, she's so great. I just have enjoyed being able to talk about Whitney Houston yeah. for this long. This has been a... Also, can I give a personal shout out to Whitney Houston? One of my favorite things about her is how um, sweaty she was. <laughs> she yeah. was an una- she was a very glistening performer. She did not dance. She was stood still, and the effort of singing would just she would you know, be just slick. You should give a shout out to Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just think it is like a woman who also sweats quite profusely. I felt, I felt. You found a kinship with, uh, with Whitney. Yeah. You felt re- represented. That was how I was like, I feel seen. Thank you, girl. <laughs> don't, don't ever put your tissue away. She had her little <laughs> handkerchief out, yeah. pat blotting her face. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. That is one of the clips from that show that also my friends and I used to do. Cause she would just, when she got so mad at him, she would just start to sing at him. She would be like, I am not doing this right now. Like she <laughs> oh, would yeah. Sing. Was this a, a, a reality show? Yeah, yeah, they had a reality show. Was it called Whitney and Bobby? or what was Being it? Bobby Brown. That was it. Oh, Good gosh. Lord. That's probably rough to watch. Yeah, I it can't was, imagine. It's rough to watch now. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just sad now. And yeah. And no one's you see little world. Bobby Christina on there, too. And it's just yeah, like, geez. imagine what Bobby Brown is going through now. Like He probably is like so remorseful of just his choices in life. Unfortunately. Bobby Brown wasn't a bad guy. That's the thing. Like, I mean, he had, he's got his issues. He's a demons, yeah. But he wasn't like an abuser and assaulter and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so I do feel bad for him that he had lost like his like love of his life and his daughter. Mm -hmm. And both to drugs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Very sad. Uh, the longevity of Whitney's career, uh, you know, she first recording 85 and, you know, even the album she released in 98 was still selling tel- and 10 million. And also she was still putting out bangers in 2009. When we think of the, the peak of her career, you know, it lasted more than 10 years. It was, it was closer to 13. She's you know? a yeah. legend. She's a legend. She's a and, legend. She, and she was She's... able to maintain, which not every artist is yeah. able to keep that going for that long. And I think she, it was absolutely respectable run for, for Whitney. Induct the fucking divas. Put him in. I don't know about Shania Twain. I, w- I would I'm put her in there literally if you, you just want to put everyone who performed on Divas Live. I'll put even all the list, shitty little list people. the names. I'll give you a yay or nay. Okay, uh, I'm trying to remember who was on it. It was definitely Aretha, yay. Mariah, yay. Uh, Whitney, yay. Who else was in Divas? Shania, nay. Gloria Estefan, mm, neutral. yay. Neutral. Miami Sound Machine, Gloria <laughs> oh, Estefan. Oh, oh, here here's one. Uh, Celine. So hell yeah, Selena. Yeah. Get Selena as in no, there. no Celine Dion. Oh, get Celine her Dion? ass in there. Yeah, yes. Celine Dion. She's not rock and roll though. See then she's extreme. Like Celine Dion she's is so, extremely not she's rock not and roll. Divas. And I think you do draw a line. Oh my god. So that's where But I have to say, if we're I'm just saying if I make the blanket statement induct the divas, then maybe you then need to Celine rethink goes that. in. No, I don't care. Celine, Put Celine is, Dion in. It doesn't matter to me. I don't. I, it I, needs to matter, and it will matter. <laughs> that's like that's like saying induct the '96 Chicago Bulls as a team, because then you're getting yeah. Then you get it, Horace Grant. You know Charles what it does? Horace Grant can go yes. into the Hall of Fame. I can name like seven Bulls from it the '90s. Diminishes the yeah. <laughs> the honor for the people who really earned it. Anyway, next category: <laughs> innovation and influence. Uh, I don't know about innovation, but influence. I mean. Like nearly yeah. every soul R and B singer or pop singer, really, mm-hmm. after Whitney, mm-hmm. is and has given well, it up. And like she this mainstreamed R and B in a major way. Oof. Like what? What singer who is a singer, you know, does not consider Whitney to be a major influence? Even oh, cool. like even like Mariah, who showed up four years after Whitney, mm-hmm. gives it up. Oh. Saying, like, I wanted to be like Whitney, Whitney Houston. Yeah. And, I mean, Mariah, who is also a an amazing singer, she has to give it up to Whitney. She has to. It's just like Michael Jackson in performance. That was Michael Large. Jordan in basketball. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think LeBron's better, but 
You can't deny. You can't deny Michael Jordan. No. You can't. You can't even put. I can't say Whitney is better than Aretha, because that's who influenced her. She grew mm-hmm. up around Aretha, and that's Aretha's true. mom still sings background for. Uh, uh, Whitney's mom still sings background for, for Aretha. Aretha. Yeah. Sissy. Really? She was Sissy. born into a, a weird kind of royalty. Dionne Warwick was a cousin, I yeah. believe. Gospel royalty. And then the last category is does my mom know who this person is now joe <laughs> oh my god does she ever yeah it's, i, I mean how does anyone familiar no, <laughs> how does anyone not know it just feels like how does anyone not know who whitney houston yeah. is yeah. just one of the most famous people to ever live well, let's do our verdicts so okay. we'll say should they will they and when okay should they y-e-s will they they better when I think in the next, oh, if I truly think, I would love to say that in the next five years that they will do it. I don't know if they'll get their shit together just based on the way things are going. I mean, we got Nina Simone in, so they're just like cl- cracking away at the little <laughs> timeline for her they're or just, whatever. They're just peeking open, peeking the door. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I want to say the next five years, but in all likelihood, I think it could take fucking up to 10. That's what I think. Okay. Carl? Uh, should they? Yes. Will they? I don't know. Uh, when? Let me see. Whitney Houston's first album was 1985, making 2010 her eligibility year. Mm -hmm. Nobody expected her to die two years later, but also she should have been an FYE. Ooh, I agree. And so she should, she most certainly should have been an FYE. And so the fact they didn't do it. And like I said a little while ago, posthumous awards are BS It's because you don't get to enjoy that thing. But also I give a little bit of space for people like Heath Ledger and uh, the posthumous if, when Whitney gets in and stuff like that, because those were unexpected deaths. But the mm-hmm. fact that she didn't get it that year that she died. I know, right? After, it's like, right. how does she not show up? Yeah. It's been it's been six oh years, guys. Gosh. Come and on. Also, if she had gotten in the year, she, I just think of the tribute that they could mm-hmm. have done. Everybody check out the BET Awards tributes that they do. They did an amazing Michael Jackson one. They did an amazing Prince one. Ooh. And Prince's death was like three days before the show. So they wow. had to... They threw it they together. Threw it they threw together. it together and it was tight. Oh. So we we take care of our own when we... Like, BET does a good job. I don't know, man. I think Whitney is... I think quite possibly Whitney is the biggest snub. Just because of all those categories that you listed. She, She's killing it, it. Flying colors in all of them. Yeah. And I don't know anybody else who's not in who has that. Sure. I, Can you think of anybody? Maybe Janet. Janet is close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think Whitney should get in before Janet. Put him in all at the same time. Why not? Induct. Janet, <laughs> Janet can't sing. So. Yeah. Oh, sure. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's why I would have... put in Whitney before because yeah. Janet can't sing. Janet's yeah. a performer. She's a performer and she's mm-hmm. definitely a rock and roll Hall of Famer. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And I brought it up before. I mean, it's very, very uh, far away genre-wise, but I think The Cure, the Cure yeah. is, uh, it does very well in all the categories. I was also going to say something that this maybe silver lining to Whitney getting inducted well after her death mm. is a resurgence in attention uh, to her and her legacy. Yeah, because people really care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it always makes a big fucking difference. You know, if there's a, how dare you? How dare you come at me like that when I'm trying to say something nice about Whitney? You know, there will be a huge tribute performance to her, you know, that will, people will see, you know, whether it like goes viral or whatever you require. 
there will there'll be attention on Whitney. You know, and if it's kind of buried because it's in this weird fucking institution's annual ceremony that nobody watches, yeah. it's too bad. But some people will see. I mean, it, there will be articles written. There will be some attention given back to Whitney. I think Whitney deserves to get in. I think she will get in. I want to say that it'll happen in the next five years, but I know the hall and how backwards and late they are to things. But I think it will definitely happen within the next 10 without Also knowing that she also has a documentary coming out. Because I think that that also helped getting Nina Simone in. Yeah. Was that that documentary is popular. I think the NWA movie. I did also watch. I guess I'll watch. I don't really watch rock band documentaries. I watch... Mm -hmm. Sean Tuse's documentaries. Uh, Yeah, so hopefully within the next five, but if not within the next ten, I think is a a sure bet. Who inducts her? Yeah, so who gives the speech to induct Whitney? I think there's so many. Yeah. I mean, I want to say Beyonce. Oh, my God. You know, it could be so many people. It could be so many people. I'm like Alicia Keys even, too. Mm -hmm. I know that I know Brandy would want to. Yeah, Yeah, Brandy Brandy, loves. But Brandy cannot. an asshole. Yeah, Brandy (laughs) cannot. If they let Brandy do... Oh, I... But, you know, sometimes the hall is uh, terrible at, yeah. at, at getting it together for that kind of stuff. Does Brandy hang around the hall? Is no, I'm just saying think? sometimes okay. it's like, they, you know, they just they, they don't have their finger on the pulse. Brandy uh, is just her biggest stand. Yeah, yeah. truly. Like, Brandy she is... still shoots shots at Monica <laughs> for being like, Whitney loved me more. Even though <laughs> Monica goes, girl, I don't care. Whitney <laughs> told me I was a much better singer. <laughs> <laughs> but Brandy just wants, Whitney called me her daughter. God, I love I love knowing that. Uh, oh yeah, well, Brandy would be a good person to induct her then. Uh, but I think I think like Alicia Keys, if they if Beyonce mm-hmm. did it, it would obviously It'd I be think, incredible. I think if Beyonce was involved in it in any way, it would make the Rock Hall matter. <laughs> right, I do. I mm-hmm. think such is her power. I think yeah. that people would be like, wait, what? She is so choosy. You wonder if she would show yeah, up. Yeah, I wonder if she would show Jay-Z's, up. I wonder. Jay Z's been there. He, he, has. he inducted Grandmaster Flash. Oh. Yeah. Who else could induct her? Aretha? Uh, man. Yeah, that would be Aretha, Aretha yeah. Dion Warwick. Yeah. Oh, Dion could do it. You know, cause Let the, the divas induct her. Oh, my God. No, because I don't want Celine Dion. I don't want, not Celine Dion. I don't want Gloria yeah. Estefan singing anything with no. me. I don't no, either. Of course Ooh, you don't. No, no, thank you. I really don't want that. Uh, but I, mean, I do like Gloria Estefan. I think she's, she's important. Mariah could do it. I mean, oh, they were like contemporaries. Could. but Yeah, but were, could Mariah do it is the question oh like, what, like could, can she give a good speech actually do fantasia it? oh my god fantasia she, fantasia for sure can do it i do i've seen well she was uh had she been around the hall do you think fantasia would come and do it i don't think fantasia's done anything with the hall that right. i can remember. fantasia i mean she ain't gonna get inducted into the hall no. of fame well, no, no, I'm but, no no sometimes no people like sometimes jennifer hudson showed up yeah, show inducted. jennifer hudson could do it she could sit she could belt out a whitney damn song yeah. i mean i think she did at the oh, tribute. well then who would perform in the tribute so this is like who would give the speech and then who would oh. perform yeah in the and tribute. sometimes it's the same sometimes, sometimes it's, it's not well, like with nina simone mary j blige gave the speech and then lauren hill performed yeah we're in the roots all right let brandy give the speech yeah, I, I, think... I still am not on board with this, but okay. <laughs> I feel like so could probably give a better speech. I mean, it's very personal to Brandy, but yeah. like also it's personal I think to everybody. Dionne Warwick, let her give the speech. That would like, be about, great. It would be beautiful. That would mm-hmm. be lovely. And then who's in the performance? Oh gosh, bring in bring in everybody. Yeah, bring Fantasia, everybody. Jennifer Hudson, bring in all bring in John Legend, bring in uh, yeah, get John Legend uh, Stevie in. Wonder, Babyface, uh, yes. Babyface, Warwick. He wrote Alicia Keys, 
And like, and Alicia it, has been around the hall before. She has done some speeches and performances. Okay, let her give the speech. Uh, I think she'd yeah, be great. She'd be great. Yeah, I just love to imagine this. I fucking wish it would happen. I wish it had happened this year. And so what's what three songs? What three songs are played in the in the tribute? The greatest love of all. Ooh. Okay, the big one. I will always love you. I will always love you. That's two <laughs> ballads. One. And. Uh, I'm your baby tonight. I think I want to dance with somebody. Oh, yeah. I think I want to dance with somebody. I will always love you. And then it's a toss up for that third. See, I I say those two and I say, How will I I know? How will I know is a good. I think those are the three. I want to dance with somebody. How will I know? And greatest love of all. Those, I think. Greatest love of all. Oh, excuse me. No, 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 no. I I will will always love you. you. Yes. Those are the three. I don't think you can do greatest love of all and And I will always love you because they're both just such ripping it up kind of beautiful ballad songs and you kind of have to let that be the last thing that happens heartbreak hotel <laughs> oh my god oh, oh oh or i mean she i'm every woman and then get all of yeah. the you know what i mean get like, all the women get all the women get all the divas out there get all the divas. i'm just saying right oh it's beautiful but i'd I, love to imagine this it's in the it's yeah it's in the near future all right so how about that Kristen? We talked to wow. our friend, uh, and uh, you know, he was maybe great. We sh- maybe we. I should have referenced do this. the part. I remember something from his episode. Not even having uh, re-listened to it at the this point. MTV. Not that I ever listened. Yeah, was the part that he talks about how his um, dad uh, used to watch MTV, waiting for like Michael Jackson and Prince videos, and that's how he knew who Duran Duran was. Mm-hmm. Is this an anecdote that has stuck with me over these many episodes yeah and uh, i'm glad we got to hear it again wow uh into it loved it and uh that'll do it for this week thank you for listening to our first remastered episode if you liked it let us know we'll maybe do some more there were you know artists so many artists that we did not do this type of production with so if you have artists you'd like us to go back and do Please let us know. Joe would love to do it. Joe would love to go back and remaster them. As opposed to uh, recording new episodes, honestly, yep. I think, yeah. All right. So, yeah, let us know. You can uh, get a, get on us at, at Rock Hall Pod. <laughs> did we have social media back then? No, we did not. Oh, my gosh. We did not have social media. We so... didn't begin with an email address. Isn't the first thing you do uh, maybe, when you start a podcast is get an email maybe address? Maybe an email address, which okay. is rockhallpod at gmail.com. At Rock Hall Pod, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us five stars only if you're leaving a review because of this episode. Say, remastered. Uh, thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Thank you to Yusa Kim for the music. Thank you to Joe Devine for the equipment. Uh, I guess at this time, thank you to Ted Tremper for the studio yeah, we... back in the day. Um, but we're, we're recording this part now. Uh, and thanks to Dave Schilling and Chad Briggs for letting us record that in the home that I share with them. And thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. I'm Joe Pazala. I'm Kristen Stutter. And who cares? About the Rock Hall. You said you'd be here by nine and said you took your time. You didn't think to call me, but here I sit, trying not to cry, asking myself why you do this to me. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You just bought a home in the suburbs, but no one told you about all the birds, specifically this one, who seems to be calling out Roy. Roy. But who exactly is Roy? 
And why doesn't he ever respond? Maybe Roy is just bird speak for save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. I guess until Roy answers, we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 